Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hello. And how are you? I'm great. I'm ready for a film. You usually are. And again, I love that about you. Are you feeling a little like downtrodden today or put upon by the, uh, just just in general? <laughs> well, I'm a parent, so sometimes <laughs> I feel that way. No, I'm I'm not feeling no, that way today. No, no. No. Did you did you really engage in something that really gets you excited, you know, that you kind of like get overly excited about a particular thing that other people may not be into. Yeah, I went to the farmer's market. Oh. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. I get really excited about wow. the farmer's market. Okay. Well, then, do you know what we're watching tonight? <laughs> oh, you're not just making conversation? Oh, well, a bit of both. I don't know. You just asked me two questions that yeah. are kind of conflicting. Yeah, they are. The first they? one kind of sounded like Eeyore. Are we watching Winnie the Pooh? No. Okay. Nor um, Christopher Robin, <laughs> the movie with Ewan McGregor where he's the grown-up Christopher oh, Robin. Oh, I haven't seen that hint, yeah. hint. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what we're watching. What is it? Um, it's a film that deals with two of the most common things in the human experience. One, the idea of being put down upon and seeking revenge. Oh, revenge. And the other is, especially uh, around our generation and maybe a little earlier, people who get super focused on things that the general population may think are odd or strange, and they call them a... Nerd. Revenge of the (gasps) nerds. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Have you ever seen this? No, I don't think I have. Do you know anything about it? No! It's, Why are you we, so excited? Then? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm excited for two reasons. Okay, tell One, me. One, I think Rick Moranis is in this. <laughs> okay, Rick, I I do love me some Rick Moranis. I do too. Okay. He's nerdy too. He is. Yeah, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I'm like seeking my brain right now. I'm like Gandalf, uh-huh. like thinking really hard sure, and going sure. through all of my years of history. You are stroking your long white beard right now <laughs> as you do it. I can tell. Um, okay, I'm also excited about this because uh-huh. <laughs> it's really far reaching. All right. Well, I've always loved the title. Uh, yes, what's not it's to love? It's gotta be good. You would think. Um, perhaps I was a nerd who wanted some revenge uh-huh. in my lifetime. Maybe. So I'd love to see a movie about that. Okay. But also, um, we, is it connected at all to Toe Jam and Earl? <laughs> because. <laughs> I Which is a game, a I Sega game. game. Yes. <laughs> we love that game. We play it at home with the kids. Uh-huh. And they're one of the bad guys or like the enemies in, yes. the, in the game. The earthlings are the enemies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a group of nerds. It's a nerd herd. Yeah. It's a yes. nerd herd. And <laughs> yes. it comes and like stomps over you. Yes. They flatten you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is it related to the movie at all? Absolutely not. Oh, well. I mean, maybe they made those characters <laughs> because of the movie, but um, no. The nerds. I'm giving away a spoiler. Because that's a spoiler, obviously. It is not related to Sega Genesis's seminal classic, Toe Jam Earl. Okay. Nothing else? You think Rick Moranis is in it? 
That's and I'm it. just excited. You, That's and, all I know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. How are you? Um, wow. Okay. How are you feeling then? I'm ready. Let's let's watch this movie. I have a tagline. I was going to say, you got to give me your tagline. That's what, that's what be, you got to pay. It's, a, it's under construction, but it's something like revenge is a dish best served on a plate that is nine, like eight and a half inch diameter. Very like specific. Very specific. Or <laughs> revenge is a, a, a dish best served in all shades of white. <laughs> I don't know. Wild Something extreme. You know, there was like the white eating white food movement. You know? Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> the white food movement? Where did that come from? I do no. oddly remember that, there was though. A, there was a time when people would have parties where they were dressed in white and they only ate <laughs> What kind of parties did you go to? What is happening right now? That sounds like a really nerdy party. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Um, revenge is a. I thought you were going to say revenge is a dish best served, nerd. Or maybe but, at 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 like thirty two point one degrees uh, Celsius. Uh, yes, a very specific. Yes, yes like yeah. boiling point or, or cold. cold. You're right. Cold. Yeah. yeah, that makes much more sense. Wow. Well, let's go see if uh, we can find I, I some wait. Let's white go. food and, and go check it out. Okay. Perfect. Let's go. Wow. Star Wars Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid The Sound of Music In the tradition of these great films About fighting back Against the odds 20th Century Fox presents Another milestone in motion picture history Revenge of the Nerds 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 What is a nerd? (laughs) They've been laughed at. Picked on. There's a roommate, pal! And put down. I'm not kissing a nerd. They don't have the moves. Or the muscle. You know karate? Uh, No, good. But they've got the brains. I know what we're gonna do. It's time for the odd. (laughs) To get even. Their action tonight demands... In immediate retaliation. How many cameras do we have left? This should do it. <laughs> nerds! Are all nerds as good as you? Revenge of the nerds. Their time has come. I drink to that. <laughs> oh, wait, is that my Eddie Murphy laugh? Or is oh. that my nerd laugh? Or maybe it's both. Revelation of revelations. <laughs> I'm literally holding my chest in shock right now. I feel like I'm being rocked down to my very foundations. <laughs> am I a nerd or am I a comedian? I don't know. I'll Sorry. T- I know what you are. You know what I am? Yeah. Okay. You're well, a nerd. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I'm a total nerd. That's true. Wow. Um, this is totally off topic, but I'm just going to do it real quick. Okay. My dad did an Eddie Murphy laugh the last time. Are I- you kidding me? Your dad. My dad, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I How can't, did it go? It was a lot like what you just did. Uh, uh, uh. What yes. was the context in which he would even do an Eddie Murphy laugh? I told him about the podcast yeah. and that we watched an Eddie Murphy. I was telling him that Eddie Murphy was like my new fave. Okay. From okay. from the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then he did that laugh and I was like, what is happening right now? I cannot <laughs> believe your father, A, knew who Eddie Murphy was. <laughs> Why are we talking about Eddie Murphy? We should talk about Revenge of the Nerds. I didn't. You're right. We should. 
Um, he Eddie Murphy famously plays nerds as well. But anyway, let's get into this one. This Revenge of Nerds. We just watched it. We watched it. What do you what what's going on? What's in your brain? Where was Rick Rick Moranis? <laughs> Where he wasn't in this. <laughs> he was not in it. No. Uh I did think it was super cute that his nerdiness transcends all film. <laughs> And so in your mind, he was had to be in a movie from the 80s called Revenge of the Nerds. I just think that was delightful. Oh, yeah. There was an iconic 80s actor in this film that I have been waiting to tell you. Or did you figure it out? Okay. Are you talking about Anthony Edwards? Yes. yes. You did not let on that you knew who he was at all. I didn't. No, I didn't know until I was like researching for oh. this today. And I found okay. out. And in my notes, I have yeah. like five exclamation points that it was Anthony Edwards who yeah. played Gilbert, right? Gilbert. Yes. Gilbert and in his other famous and role. Goose. Goose. In Top Gun. The G's. Yes. And the two G's. Dr. Green. Yeah, the three G's. <laughs> Does he only do characters with G? We got to look into this. I really liked him. What he a was so sweet, sweet in the yes. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, and oh my gosh, like I didn't recognize him. Yeah, well, he has. You used to Doctor Green. Yeah, and then uh, where he had very little hair, and then you saw <laughs> Top Gun where he had lip hair and hair hair, <laughs> lip hair, and yes. and now you see I know. Then you see young him with no lip hair mm-hmm. and hair hair. So yeah, that, I can see why you didn't get it, but I've been I've been waiting to yeah see that revelation. So thank yeah. you for sharing that with me. Oh yeah, that was that was crazy. Do you want to give us a quick summary of this one? Ooh, okay. Um, so. Uh, two really nerdy kids are going off to college first year. They're men. freshmen. They're men. They're men. Okay. <laughs> sure. Kind of. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> there's a fraternity on campus, the Alpha Beta, and they're just like crazy Stur- partying, yeah. like jock fraternity. It's like everything you think of when you think of a fraternity. Very stereotypical. Yeah. Yes. And, um, in so a, lot, a fraternity in a movie. Yes, lots of studying, lots of respectfulness, except the opposite of that. <laughs> and they they burn their their frat house down. <clears throat> yes, they, they do. <laughs> burn it down. <clears throat> and yeah. so um, their coach, who is played by John Goodman. I know. I am so him. young. Um, so their coach is like, all right, well, my boys need a place to live. And so the dean kicks all the boys out of the freshman yes, dorm. Yes, yes. And puts them in the basketball gym. Yes. They literally throw them out of the the windows and the dorm. Like, literally. They're throwing them through glass panes. So over the top. It's very over the top. So um, this begins a series of escalating um, tension between mm-hmm. the, the boys, the, the men, the nerds that were thrown out of um, their okay dorm. To, it's okay to call them nerds. And the alpha betas that the the jock fraternity. Yeah. So what they they do is they decide to become their own fraternity. They get their own house. Um, the lambda lambda lambda. <laughs> yes. yes. They're um, supported by this like all black fraternity. Yes. Um, that like gives them the in that they need. Yeah. I don't know how the Greeks. Loophole works. stuff. Yeah. yeah. You have to have a national one sponsor you in order to open a franchise or branch whatever. House sponsor is the word I was looking sponsor for. Sponsor is the Thank word. You. you do it. Yep. So then, um, the the escalating like pranks and stuff between the two just keep going, um, and then it all comes down to there's like this. Oh, they want to get control of the Greek Council. Yes. The nerds do. Yes. Yes. Um, to kind of put them in their place, and they're like, mm-hmm. let's beat them at their own game. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they do the fraternity stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's like these like homecoming 
games or something yeah, that it's they the, compete. Yeah, fraternity homecoming Olympic games. Yeah. yeah, which I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that being a thing, but I wasn't really into that scene in, in college. On, so yeah, no Greek scene for us, but. That's okay. I think I drove down the fraternity row like once or something, <laughs> but that was about it. Um, so then they they win. They sure do. They like blow away the competition. And um, then, yeah, they, they end up winning and taking the day. And uh, that's that's the movie. There's a lot that happens. That was a summary. Yes. That was not every detail. Sorry. Yeah, I was thinking about they win and take the day. They win and then they still end up losing because it's like they're completely invalidated. And then they end up really winning by just like being vulnerable, basically, and like asking everyone else to reach out their vulnerabilities. But anyway, that's, that's a good. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the movie. We'll that, get to that. You yeah. haven't asked me yet. Yeah, I, I haven't that. asked you yet. So we'll that's a great part of the movie. So what do you uh, what do you think of this one? There's a lot of iconic scenes in this one. There's a lot of zany things there's some characters and actors that you didn't even expect james cromwell who you were like who's that and i was like it's zephyrin cochran and you're like who's that and i was like you're not a nerd <laughs> yeah so who is that oh are you kidding me james right cromwell now? he played the james dad. cromwell yeah he uh, i mean I, the secondary thing he's known for in my mind is babe the pig movie he's the farmer in babe the pig movie Pretty sure we've watched that one with our kids. You've seen it. You may have yeah. slept during it, but. Okay. But he also, uh, he, in my heart, which I'm pointing to right now, he will always be Zephyrin Cochran, the inventor of the warp drive in the Star Trek universe. In uh, When the Next Generation, I'm nerding out because it's a nerd cast right Do now. Do it. In the Next Generation film, once the Star Trek The Next Generation, TNG, for those in the know, went from being a TV show, an excellent awesome tv show to transition over to movies they did they did uh first contact that was their second one there's generations which was with shatner and they did a whole thing and then the next one was first contact so in first contact they go back in time because the borg went back in time and they got to stop them okay and he is an earthling zephyrin cochran who invents the warp drive and that's important because that's when the vulcans notice earth and it starts off the whole thing about creating the united federation so, okay, I'm kind of tracking. Yeah. Sort of. Is he, was that a Will Shatner movie? No. That was a... Jean-Luc Picard. Picard movie. Yes. Okay, and so that wasn't the whale one. <laughs> no, that was four. <laughs> Which is like the only one I've seen. No, the Star seen... Trek movies. Did I... Did That's I... the only Star... I swear I've shown you more. I don't think I have. You look I'm panicked. compressing my head. <laughs> you are panicking. You've never... How... I have failed you. Yes. I have failed yes, you. Yes, you have. Okay. Well, that just gives me about six more movies for the list. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. that, so I want to see this. Yes. I would love to see him as the inventor of the warp yes, drive because yes. that's important. But he's the dad in Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Um, I read a funny story about him because you did his laugh yes. at the beginning. Would yes. you want to do it again? Uh, 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 uh. When he got the script, the laugh was described as a goose honk. <laughs> and he really wasn't sure, you know, how yep. to put that into practice. But he came up with it like on the first day of shooting, and then um, the Lewis, the Robert Carradine yep. actor, he copied it. Yep. So they were both doing it. Yep. And then he realized while driving home that day, 
that it was his wife's laugh. His ex-wife's laugh. His, oh, his ex-wife? His ex-wife's Ooh. laugh. Yes. Yes. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> that great yeah now i'm like uh, totally aware of how i'm laughing I'm oh i'm gonna if right i'm now. ever in a movie and have to co- i'm gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be for you an homage from now on all my laughs are going to be like choreographed okay there, nothing is going to be natural are from you, here on out got it can you show me one right now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know fabulous that was wonderful <laughs> oh wow okay i didn't recognize i so robert carradine yeah um he's a carradine Okay, Isn't that, that means something, right? Isn't that wild? Are there other Carradines? Do you know who the Carradines are? Is one of them on Ki- in Kill Bill? Yes. He's Bill, right? Uh, yes. Okay. There's uh, David Carradine. Is that, that's David Carradine. That's all I know about the and Carradines. And then there's, uh, what's the other Carradine? His brother. His brother who I've seen in so many 80s and 90s movies, but I just can't. <laughs> he was also in Dexter. Um, I'm just blanking. Sorry, David okay. Carradine's brother. I didn't know he was one of those Carradines, though. There he, you go. He is? He is, wow. yeah. And I didn't, That's like, wild. I looked up him, and he's done a ton of stuff, but, like, nothing I've seen. Like, nothing. <laughs> of course. Except yeah. a little movie called Escape from L.A. Who was he in Escape from L.A.? Because I've definitely, I definitely showed you that one. Yeah, you have, and yeah. I, he's he's a skinhead. I don't even know if he has credit. <laughs> Just a random. It's Keith Carradine, by the way, is the other brother. Oh, there you go. Um, Good job. Wow. He is a, just a random skinhead. Okay, now I want to watch Escape from L.A. again. I know, just me to, too. Just spot him. Yeah, totally. I was thinking wow. that. Let's do it. I can actually see the resemblance now. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Crazy. That's wild. So, what were some of your favorite parts of this movie? Um. Okay, so actually the, the beginning where... <laughs> um. The very beginning, uh, what's his name? Anthony Edwards. Gilbert. Gilbert. He's mm-hmm. like in his bed and he's like, he's oh. nervous about going to school. And so he has yeah. his blanket like all the way up to his neck and his mom comes in. Yeah. And it's a little confusing because his friend comes in too yes. and kisses his mom. Right on the mouth. Really friendly. <laughs> right on the mouth. Um, okay. I uh, guess it was the 80s. That was weird. I guess. Yeah. Nerds are respectful, I guess. <laughs> really <laughs> respectful. Um, And loving. And loving, yes. So anyway, he, true. he like they're talking to him and he's like talking about being nervous. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden his friend like whips the cover off and he's yeah. like fully dressed. Underneath yes. it. And they're like, oh, but you are ready. And, and it's goofy. He, he has that like look like the cat that swallowed a mouse. He's like, <laughs> I know. Like, I just played the best prank yeah. on you. I'm so awesome. And Lewis starts honking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when they ride to school, their their dad is driving yeah. them in the station wagon yeah. and they're all three of them are in the front seat together, shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> yes, going 35 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> oh, it's Which great. the speed limit mm-hmm. back then by the way was 55 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So, it was still extremely slow even for the time. <laughs> I also In that oh, scene though, like yeah. one of my favorite things and this is just so period for the time like they were calculating how long it would take they were like taking the gas mileage and doing the math to figure out the duration of their trip mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that used to be that's a nerdy way to do it but people had to do that yeah and have maps yeah none of this gps you know your phone type dealio so seeing them nerd out about like figuring that out was really really cute to see too and yeah. a total time capsule factor <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead okay my your turn favorite parts 
<sighs> Honestly, about a scene from Revenge of the Nerds 2 popped in my head. Yeah, I found out in my research <laughs> that there's a two and a three. There's a three? Yes, there's I a three. I didn't know that. I did not know not know that. I knew there was a two and oh my goodness. Um, favorite parts of the movie for me. Um, I just like, I liked the the pranks. I think we talked about this while the movie was going on. I think I saw, probably saw TBS versions. So this has been enlightening for me in some aspects because I'm seeing, it's an R movie. And I did not see the R movies when I was younger. I would see the ones that were on TBS. So some of it I was like, okay. Did not know that was there. And then other parts, you know, are the same. So um, my I liked just the escalating like pranks that they played. I, I thought that it was so cool when uh, the Lambda Lambda Lambdas like showed up and like supported them. And yes. it was just so awkward when they when they came to the party, the nerd party. They were just so dry. Oh, and, my gosh. And then it got like it loosened up and. Seeing that relationship evolve and seeing the nerds kind of like take ownership and, and get into stuff and just seeing them constantly one-upping the the jocks was really cool. Like they used all this technology. They Their big scene at the end where they do a performance, it's like they did these little breadcrumbs of the nerdy things that all the nerds like to do. Right, yeah. And then it all culminated at the end with all the different talents that they had which sounds super cheesy and hokey, and it was, but it was still awesome. So, yeah. Um, I, the, I'm, I'm a sucker for gags as well, like physical comedy. So the fact, just the whole beginning, the first 15 minutes of the movie are so good. Yeah. Like the bit you talked about, and then they have this giant wooden chest that's strapped on top of the car. And then inside of it, they have a 1980s robot that they assemble. <laughs> it's just like, and they have the pocket protectors, of course, just they, they really like punched into that nerdiness thing too. Yeah. Not coincidentally today <clears throat> at work, someone shared the Windows 1995 launch video, Whoa. which if if you've never seen the Windows 95, like launch announcement, YouTube it. Okay. It is amazing. <laughs> it's Bill Gates when he was like probably in his 40s. And then there's all these other guys. They're in polos and they have their shirts tucked in and they're on a big stage. And there's a Rolling Stones, you start me up or, you, you know, you <laughs> yeah. stop me up. That song. Yeah. And they're dancing. <laughs> they're literally, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my like traditional, no. you know, arm thrusting white man dancing move. I've like seen that move at every wedding. Every wedding yeah. of my childhood, I yes. saw that. So they're doing that. It is hilarious. And it very much fits in line with this movie. So it just, yeah. It was great. <laughs> the screenwriters, when they started writing this movie, they didn't even know how to spell the word nerd. They were spelling it N-U-R-D. <laughs> it wasn't like in uh, our lexicon. Like yeah. now I think nerd and geek, and maybe this is because I am said person, mm -hmm. but it's become like cool. Like now people kind of want to be like that yeah. because oh, yeah. it resembles like well, you've got the smarts and you maybe earn the money and whatever. But for yeah. me, yeah. My definition of nerd is someone who's like passionate mm -hmm. about what they're into. Yeah. And there's kind of an online debate about this movie, whether these were actually nerds or not. <gasps> like, were, are they smart enough to be in the nerd category or work? Because like there's that one character and during the movie, Booger? I was like, no, not Booger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Booger, come on. Right. Why? He was just an outcast. He's, really. Exactly. He was an outcast. Yeah. Um, but there's that like violin playing yes, yes, yes. kid. And he was he's, clueless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
so there's debate in the in the in the internet oh. about whether these are real nerds or not. But I think they're passionate about their stuff. And yeah. like that to me is I think I love that. I think the idea of a nerd, like it it goes so deep that the stereotype is pocket protector, glasses, you know, tucked in clothes, doesn't do things that are quote unquote cool, and then they're really smart. That's the yeah. stereotype. Maybe you know? not athletic. Yeah, not athletic. That's the stereotype, or at least it was. It definitely was in this movie mm-hmm. when they were, you know, doing the extremes. But like, and the character you'd mentioned, I don't even remember his name, the violin player, Poindexter. He, um, he wasn't like, he just looked like what you expect. So right. he was like the surface layer. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they had lots of different, I think I, when we were watching, I even joked, it's like the island of misfit toys. Mm-hmm. It's like all the people that society didn't want. Yeah. And you see them all. There's, you know, um, there's the young gay black man. There's the, mm-hmm. the guy who's socially awkward and can't talk to people. There's the guy who picks his nose chronically and he's a stoner. And then there's like the little the kid genius. There's the Japanese exchange student. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they all just kind of like come together and support each other. Yeah. Apparently this was like a party kind of set. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of partying on set. And the, yeah. the kid that played the young one, yeah, they were really protective of him and didn't like <laughs> let him see the part partying. Yeah. So like, he would be at like a party and then someone would go up to his mom mm-hmm. who would be there. But of course he'd be yeah. chaperoned yeah, with yeah, his yeah. mom. Yeah. And they'd be like, Hey, you're going to want to leave in like a half an hour. Cause he was like 12. Cause I it's going to, yeah. the party's going to go, go crazy in a different direction. Yes, yes. And so she'd be like, okay. And like, so he didn't really know. Mm. And he actually didn't know. There's a lot of this movie that's rated R. Yes. He didn't see that mm. as oh, a kid. Like, yeah, sure. He didn't know what they were filming and stuff until later. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> traditional filmmaking, a lot of times, like, movies like The Exorcist, Linda Blair was a child when that movie was made. And so the the way that they do certain films, like, in the way they 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 compartmentalize it a lot for child actors, usually. That just made me really nervous because... What? Halloween season is coming. Have you not seen The Exorcist? I'm not going to comment on any <laughs> scary movies <laughs> at all. <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on. Okay. Okay, so what I I liked Did about- you just say movie on? As in like, <laughs> was that a Freudian slip I for The Exorcist? I movie tried- on, like game on, you know? No, uh, no, no, no. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. I moving were, on. I thought you were giving me a wink signal. I'm wink, not winking. Wink. You're not winking? No. Okay. Are you fake laughing? No. Okay. All right. We are not talking about scary movies. You're giving me a stare right now, though. Because I'm worried. It's either a, you should never show this to me, or I want you to think you should never show this to me, so you should show this the to me. The first thing. Okay. You should never show that to me. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We'll see. All right. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. There's a couple things in this movie that really don't age well. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Like a lot of movies, but this one in particular, uh, watching it today, you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they kind of, so like, there's definitely, yeah, so the things that don't age well, um, on their 25th anniversary, GQ mm-hmm. did like a Q&A with the cast mm-hmm. and the screenwriters of this movie. Oh, boy. Yeah. And um, they kind of talked about it. And one of the screenwriters, mm-hmm. he says that he regretted it. Yeah. I'm reading from the GQ. Sure. And he's, um, I'll paraphrase. So he wrote a play for the musical. Uh-huh. And he took out some of the things that were like today by today's standards sure. when should not be in the movie. Right, right. Um, and so instead of <laughs> instead of that one guy like pretending to be the boyfriend 
Oh and, yeah, like the bait and swap, and thing. he like gets the girl. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Instead, um, he made it so that Betty was thrown off the cheerleader squad because she flunked trigonometry, and then he teaches her oh. trigonometry. And then, and love then blossoms. yeah, it goes yeah. from there. Instead of him just pretending to be the boyfriend in order to, yeah. Yeah. And he also said in this article, I also regret the video scene. It would be mm-hmm. goofy enough if they just did a panty raid and played it really nerdy. Yeah. yeah. Even the panty raid wouldn't doesn't age well at all it either. It really doesn't either. <laughs> I can't like, believe that was ever a term or a thing that happened. I know. Uh, I know. Unless you're going to like Old Navy on a sale. <laughs> and and it's just there's a lot of panties for sale, but then anyway, yeah, wow, mm-hmm. not that, yeah. Anyway, so I I did not I was not a fan of those parts. Yeah, the videos, the that that whole thing that they did with the video surveillance. Well, if they had used the video surveillance for other means, the technology they used at that time to do that stuff totally in line with the nerdiness. Like, right, yeah. it was crazy. Like the way that they hooked it up, and yeah, so. But what they used the power for, no. Right. It could have yeah. been played a little differently. It could have been, they could have done something with the jocks too and then embarrassed them or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's a good, oh, I like that. Yeah, right? If you did a reboot. Yeah, oh man, okay. What, like, who would you cast? Who would I cast? Yeah, as like the nerds. Timothy Chalamet, no question. <laughs> oh, it's the coach? Sorry, I thought no, you were talking about one the of the nerds. nerds. I was listening. Timothy Chalamet is, is, is Gilbert. No question at all. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Yes. And not the, and not the cow. No, not the what? No, I did name a cow that we met. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, That's true. He was a baby okay. calf. He was beautiful. I know. He was beautiful. I miss him. I miss him too. His eyelashes were he just He was luscious. at the creamery. Yeah. Um, for Lewis though, oh, that Timothy Chalamet, who would be good with Lewis? I feel like I personally don't know a lot of young Tom Holland actors. would be really good. Oh, that's perfect. He would be great. That's it. That's perfect. That's it right there. Wow. Recast. Done. Okay. Wow. I was thinking for the Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. You think Daniel Radcliffe is old enough to play the Dean now? <laughs> no, I don't. Now that you say it like that, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, okay. Sorry, taking that back, Mr. Although, although the, the Dean may have been like 35 in the 80s, but everyone at 35 <laughs> looked like they were like 45 or 50 or something. Yeah, yeah. Retirement age for sure. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Radcliffe's in his late 30s, I think. So anyway, um, he could though, maybe. He could. Okay. It'd be a good nod to the Harry Potter thing too, because of the school. Teaching, I know, but, I know. Chevy yeah. Chase, maybe? Chevy Chase as the dean. <laughs> if you can get him out of seclusion or wherever he goes. Yeah. <laughs> wherever he goes. He goes somewhere. <laughs> um, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Although the Dean is a very wallflower character. Chevy Chase isn't a wallflower actor. True. I think we gotta get Daniel Day Lewis out of retirement oh. to play the Dean. I said that like I know who Daniel Day Lewis is. Day I really Lewis. don't know who that is. It's one of the greatest actors of all time. Really? He played Abraham Lincoln in Lincoln. You saw that movie. Yes, you did. I made you watch it because it's amazing. Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Okay? I'm with you. He was also in Gangs of New York, which you haven't seen. Haven't seen. He's amazing in that. (laughs) My Left Foot. He won an Oscar for it, I think, that one. Haven't seen that either. No? Okay. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. He's super intense in (laughs) There Will Be Blood. He gets into all of his roles and he, like, pretends to be that person. Oh. Like, he's that intense. So I'm just want him. I want him to be in Revenge of the Nerds reboot because it would be hilarious to have him not break character as whatever <laughs> character he has to be. I feel like the dean has to be someone who is nerdy. Mm-hmm. He can be anybody though, so that's okay. the beauty of it. Okay, 
Well, Rick Moranis is the obvious choice here, though. Oh my gosh, you're right. Come on. Yes. yes. Okay, I want him to come out of wherever he's hiding. He's kind of out of retirement now. Okay. He's starting to do stuff again, like get assaulted in New York. Not a joke. Someone just randomly punched him when he was walking around. It's wrong. I don't know. It's crazy. <clears throat> anyway, Rick Moranis. Okay. And what about the dean who could play the dean in the reboot? The, mm-hmm. That is Rick Moranis. I mean, the John coach. Goodman. Just bring him back. Just, yes. Just bring him back. That's what I really Same want. coach. That's actually what I really want. That's I just the want him thread to you're going to see, too. Uh, they're going to be the children of the original nerds, Timothy <laughs> Chalamet and Tom Holland. And then they go to the same school, the Adams, and John Goodman is still the coach. Boom. And you could even have Ogre there who is flunked straight for, you know, <laughs> I don't know, 40 years, 30 years. And he's still there on the football team. Yes. Oh, this. Why am I not writing this down? This well, is, we're recording it. We're so recording we it. Go. That's true. This is this is good stuff. Um, wow. So, <laughs> you got any other zingers for me? Because that took me out of left field. <laughs> that was a sports term, by the way. Oh, yay! Took me out of left field. It's not how terms. you use it either. Okay, we we have to end it on the best part of the movie, which is the end. I don't <clears> want to <throat> end it yet. What oh. do you think the meaning? <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> okay. We do you think this film yet. holds up well? No, that, that wasn't the question. Sorry, my brain is scrambling because I'm like, she can't end it yet. i got to ask my favorite question. Okay, Which ahead. is, what if any messages do you think were in this film? Well, that ties in greatly for oh. me with the ending there you go. that I wanted to talk about. Please. Um, the, the message of this film mm-hmm. is don't let people tell you, like, that you can't do something. Don't mm. let people put you down. Yeah. Um, if you are a nerd or whatever... You embrace it and you you go for it. That's that's it. I think I think that just goes and and that goes back to the end scene too. I love the end where scene. he's like he in the scene. Anthony Edwards was just Gilbert was just thrown in the water by the jocks, and then he comes out in the pep rally for the homecoming game. He's soaking wet, and he wants to talk and he tries to get the mic and they're pushing him down. Then the lambda 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 show up with their own theme music. Their I love own that theme part. music, and they sit there looking all tough and they're like, "Say what you got to say." Mm-hmm. And so he does it, and then he basically is just like, "Hey, everybody has in their life, in their experience, has felt put down upon or you know just subverted, picked on, etc." Like stand up, kind of if you felt that way, and then everybody's like, "Yeah." And, and then there's a Queen song playing at the end, which... We are the champions. I'm such a sucker. That's probably because of Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Whenever there's a fire and like more than two people, Queen is there. <laughs> it just appears. Uh, so, yeah. I Okay, so I stood up when we were watching the movie. You literally did. And I That's literally true. stood up. Like if we'd been in the theater, I would have stood up. It was so, like a really great moment. So nerdy. He's so know. fitting for it. It was beautiful. <laughs> but I loved how like as a group... Mm-hmm. Like, even though they didn't handle some things really well, yeah, yeah, um, they did like handle like kind of taking care of each other. Oh, and totally. like not, um, they were all like really supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that as well. That was a very like you see that, that was the best part. You see that theme a lot, like in in eighties films, just outcasts being Breakfast Club being picked on mm-hmm. and, and um, marginalized. You know, like. That was like really in the culture of like the you're you're a rock star, you're not star, you know. So it was um yeah. It's cool to see the pushback though culturally when that occurs in movies. And it resonates with people for the very reasons of the speech that he gave. Like that's the human experience. There's going to be people who are different and people are going to look down on you for whatever reason or not understand you and 
Yeah. Just stay true to your nerdiness. You could be a jock and be a nerd. Literally. That's what I was saying. Like you're just, mm-hmm. you know, really just into passionate. passionate about something you're into. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I got to go pick my nose. So oh my is now a time to, a good time to... That's, that's definitely a wrap. Yeah. Is that a wrap? That's gross. That's a wrap.